What's going on, guys? You had another episode of Entrepreneur Enthusiast. I got my boy Mike Strong in the building. What's yes, I said Mike Strong. Yes, that's my real name now. How you doing, Mike? Man, I'm good, bro. Good, man, it's good. good to see you, man. Man, you too, man. I, we we got these products on here, and we was just touching on the subject of CMOS, and and we're gonna go back because you are, I would say, one of the first people to really introduce me to the CMOS, and not just introduce me to it, but the values of it and what it can do for your body. Yeah. I know there's other store people talk about it, but I mean, you, you one person I, I physically in person face to face, you know, got it. Why CMOS? CMOS, man. Uh, how I look at it, it's like the eighth wonder of the world, man. When, um, you know, my journey with CMOS is I got injured. I blew my knee. Yeah. It's like I tore the cartilage in my knee. Um, you know, and, my, my grandmother used to always give us herbs. Mm-hmm. My, my, my mom was born in Japan. She was raised in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And when we used to get sick, she used to give us like herbs like Golden Seal. Mm-hmm. So when I tore my knee, I was in Houston on tour doing a, uh, doing a stage play. And I met this dude in St. Louis. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, I got something that can help you out. Yeah. So he gave me these capsules. He gave me these capsules. I said, what's in this? He was like, man, it's Seamoss, Bidarak, and Bidarak. He was like, you ever heard of Sebi? I was like, I was like, school me. Yeah, you know, I was around the time Nip was doing, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, putting together the documentary and just raising that whole, you know, that whole uh, conversation about yep. certain certain stuff. So the name was big. So he was, you know, so the, I never forget it. I took the capsules that night and that next morning, I, my body felt different. Mm. I, I felt like hella refreshed, refreshed, and it wasn't no gimmick. Yeah, it wasn't no, you know what I'm saying? It exactly. was the, like the real. Why, deal. why do you think Seamoss um, is not readily available for us? I think it's really just access, and and you gotta understand, people are watering this down these yeah. days, guys. You guys gotta really understand what CMOS is. CMOS is, it's an algae that comes that grows from the coral reef, mm-hmm. deep deep down in the sea, where all your minerals and all of your, you know, all the like CMOS is ninety two of the hundred and two minerals our body's made yep. of. So you think about it, what we're made of, it's really uh, putting your body back to uh, what it really is. So yeah. it starts to self correct. Mm-hmm. And that's the real, real importance of CMOS. You know what I mean? Getting the correct minerals in your bodies that will affect anything. Because you can you can take CMOS, you can yeah. eat it, and you can also use it on the topical for, like, your face yeah. and things like that for your hands. And so what that tells you is that this all-natural product, when you get the right, the pure stuff, not the... Not the pool farm, pool farm, meaning for those of you who don't know that somebody that almost is manufacturing it at this mm-hmm. point, it's when you take a uh, you take a, a cord, you put it in the ocean, you get, you put a little bit of sea moss out, out there, yeah, and then it grows. It just grows, but that's not, that's that's just not the way God intended. Yeah. Like, I pay divers in Jamaica. Yeah. I pay divers. Like, this is documentation. Yeah. I pay divers, go out there, cut off the reef. They send me my joint back yep. on, on WhatsApp, and then my you would send me in a cup. We got about fifteen pounds. Yeah, yeah. Like it'll take them like a like maybe a week to accumulate the pounds that I want. Yep. And they dry them when they dry, it, and then they ship it off to me. And then that's when, like, I package it. Yeah, and, and it's like I, I try to school people to look for the belly button, as I like to call it. And it's a rock. You'll see yeah. it like it, the rock, like literally where they cut it off from the rock. And you know, there's a certain things that you want to look for when you're purchasing sea moss you want to look for like salt and stuff on it mm-hmm. if it's like salt and it's sticking and, it's, and when you put it in water if it's expanding crazy crazy yep. most of the time that's not the real thing this from this it's, it's, it's not going to grow any much more than what it is you but it'll be like the natural yeah it'll, it'll look like nice and full you yeah know what i'm saying and that right there that's like that's a half pound i provide that for like my clients and whatnot to if they if they want to do go through the, the, the 
the process themselves. Nice. You know what I mean? Why why do you think I mean it's it's interesting because and I'm asking these questions, some of them I know, some of them I don't know, but I want our audience to understand. Yeah. Why do you think this is, has not been introduced to us as a solution to fix our problems? Because we're a pharmaceutical, we're a pharmaceutical uh, surgery. Surgery we're, costs we're, more. We're a Western medicine country. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 not you know. Let's just keep it real, man. This yeah. is this is a fascist country. Yeah, it's just what it is. It's a fascist country, and if they can't profit off of it, and if they can't mass produce it, you know, what I'm saying they have to. It's going to be watered down, just like what. Let's just say seventy percent of the food that we eat. Like yeah. people don't know. All right, we're we're big on bananas, for example, right? Yeah, but bananas really have no real value. They really have no real nu- nutrition. They, they'll promote that it's all oh, high in potassium and all this, but that's not that particular banana. Yeah, is not the one. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think I was. I think last year is when I found out like. Real bananas are like that small. It's big. Yeah, like yeah. the bananas we be eating in the store, like all that is um, the most nutritious. It's, now it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, the other ones are just really like uh, f- like fillers. Like yeah, that, that's what it is. Just something for somebody to eat. You think about it like this: if every time, well, that's why McDonald's is so powerful. For example, McDonald's is so powerful because it has a, a system, a mm-hmm. system for some people to be able to consume food. To eat to fill a void, and, and that, they're addicted to it too. And it's highly addictive. It's interesting. My mother passed away of cancer in 2017 or 18, but she right. um, towards her her towards her end, and she was craving like Taco Bell, like processed fast foods. And I was like, I, I didn't understand why she didn't want the the fresh organic foods. And so I started reading and realizing like it's because she's thriving for those chemicals. She's thirsting for those chemicals that are in the food and not yeah. the natural food. So I recently even myself just purchased some land in uh, Georgia and my wife and I started a garden. Nice. Uh, so we can talk so of really it's because I was buying blueberries from the store and they'd be expired the next day. Because yeah. I was getting the real ones, and then now you go to Costco and get the ones they last like two weeks. It's like nah some up. Some some up. Some up. So so that kinda, you know, got me on that education. So I I I'll ask you this. When you was young, Mike, did you know about this? No, I. My grandmother would just give us stuff. Yeah, she would just give it to us, you know. And it was here's it's, some rubber tussing, baby. No, no. Here's some here's some golden seal. And for those of you that know what golden seal is, boy, it's man. I'm like, grandma, you trying to kill us? Oh man, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's. But those are those. That's food. That's, that's food. That's yeah. powerful food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely when you break it down to a process. And I think the reason that, you know, that we don't really have access to this stuff, because mm-hmm. this is the truth. This is truth, yeah. This stuff is the truth. Food is the truth. Yeah. That's what, you know, if you really think about all the food that has been promoted to us as a child, you think mm-hmm. of what they tell you. You eat carrots. It's, you eat carrots. It's good for your eyes. Bullshit. Milk it does a body good. Milk does I'm a lactose so bad. <laughs> <laughs> milk does a body bad. Yeah. I want to see my son throw up. I give him some milk. Some give milk. him a pizza. Give him a, give him some of that cheese. Mm-hmm. Give him some, Navy is, is coming up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that just goes to show you that, you know, even me now at a certain, at a particular age, I could, I could not, I wonder why I used to spit so many loogies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was the loogie man. Yep. But that was that cereal and that peanut butter jelly sandwich I used yep. to eat every day after school or that top ramen I used to eat. Yep. Like all of that stuff. Just piling up in your piling body. Up. So so when you were younger, because now you're in a phase where you're pretty much supplying this product, you're selling yeah. this product. Um, and, and on this podcast, we like to d- dive in deep. So did you always want to be an entrepreneur? 
I think I was born this way. Got it. I always ask it is it like nature or nurture? So you saying it was it was you were nurture. I, I was the I was the kid selling candy. Yeah. So you know, I was I was a kid selling candy on the block. I was a kid racing from street light to street light, monetizing yeah. my moccasins. My mama bought me some moccasins and I yep. used to race on the block. Um uh, I remember high school when my um before my daughter was born, I knew I had I had a job and I was selling I used to go to Costco. Yeah. I had a sixty-three, uh, sixty-three dollar, uh, dollar a day operation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had sixty-three pieces of candy. Each of them was a dollar. You know what I'm saying? It only took me X amount of money. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it was just uh, I don't no, know. That was your first job. Now my first. Well, first hustle. My first hustle. My first hustle was Pogs. Okay, I remember the Pogs, Pogs. a little round thing that yeah. you used to uh, slam. Yeah, I used to have slammers. The slammers was the yeah. key. Yeah, I used to play in four stacks. That's why yeah. I, I used to have metal slammers. I used to play in four stacks. So when yeah. I when I I, I I just knew how to hit it. So I used to um, take every for every two. Yeah, I sell one. Man, shout out to Pogs because that was like the first yeah. time I like, that was like the real first like that's eighties that's eighties baby early nineties like, baby talk yeah, yeah shout yeah. out to Pogs because you said if you had a cold slammer yeah. like nigga yeah. I'm slamming on it but like you yeah. didn't even know where or how to access that stuff but you had to get it from yeah, somebody I, like, I bought a I never forget when I bought a Pog maker yeah uh, my man had a Pog maker that's that next was level it, bro. I was taking what I would do is I would go um, I would go like magazines yeah and I would and what it is is you. Put the picture on the pog. It had a sticky side, mm -hmm. and then it would, uh, there was an easel. It would like uh, it would cut it out. So I was making everybody Make favorite. Custom pogs. Hello Kitty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, give me your baby picture, <laughs> Paul. You know, making bruh. Man, that's on. that's that's dope. Like that's true, especially before like Amazon. Like to. I remember I, I burned a bunch of CDs. I sold candy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did burn CDs, and I had CD I had the CD tower. That oh I used yeah. To put in one oh, and yeah. get ten. Like I had all that. So what? Like that, that like for you to have the to be so intuitive to go research Pog Maker, yeah, to be a source, yeah, and I'm gonna get it out. And and you said that was nature in you, mm -hmm. like. But how did that feel? Like, I, like did you know you were starting a business, or are you just trying to get money to survive? Uh, we had a candy store on the on the, on, the, on the corner store, and, and me and my cousins used to love candy. So yeah. Like mama, she wasn't giving us money for candy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we, we grew up under privilege and stuff. You know, my mom, she worked a lot. So naturally I was a hustler, but my mom, she was like, she would not only work at the toll bridge, mm -hmm. shout out to the Bay Area. Um, not only work at the toll bridge, she used to have this big ass book yeah. of, of invites, like wedding invitations. Yeah. And I remember ladies used to come over my me and my mom's house and she would be showing them, displaying them. All this stuff. My yeah. mom was very crafty. She used to paint like little. Um, she used to paint like uh, clay mm -hmm. things, and she would always talk about selling them. Yeah, but like my mom, she really. My mom was a hustler. Yeah, and then when my grandma as a kid, uh, she used to take me to the farmers market. And when she used to take me to the farmers market, she would. Um, I used to see it was just like everybody was hustling. Everybody was and hustling. Then being from the bay, you know, I, I remember back in the day with the box shelves on Mag mm -hmm. Magazine Street. I remember folks used to pop up in the trunk and slang CDs out yep. the joint. I rem I remember the the cassette tapes, man, as, as a jit that you know that that people was buying and copying and you used to if record the mix from mm -hmm. you know KML 106 uh, uh the night before and then hey did you get it you you, you missed yeah, it yeah. Hey, I got it I got yeah, it I got it <laughs> dub it yeah. you know what I'm saying so I, I don't know it was just really something about I didn't really understand 
that I was come becoming an entrepreneur, it was just kind of like, uh, man, hey, that's dope. I could do that. Did you ever try to go corporate? I did. I did. How was that experience? It wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. It just thing. felt like it wasn't a, like a, for me, it wasn't a safe space. Like, right. I, I couldn't be me. Like It was somebody else's something. Yeah. That's what it was. It was somebody else's something. And when I say corporate, I mean, I, I say corporate as me, like, work for somebody. I work I work for um, Verizon Files. Yeah. And that was the breaking point for me. Mm-hmm. That was the breaking point of all jobs, of all jobs. I did shoe stores. I did, you know, all that stuff. But I, when I when I could see what I made in a week, you know, and, and two sales from, I remember when I was in college, I was doing like gold teeth. Yeah. So I sell a grill. I get the grill for like 150 sell it for 450 mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I just work all day at fucking Rand, uh, at, at Randall's Sports Bar and Grill as a waiter. Yeah. And I just, I just up myself in two sales. Time, like, time and money. Time, just understanding what, uh, what, 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 what was in demand mm-hmm. and understanding what, what compensation for time is. That's why I love what I do now too. Working yeah. in financial services. When I, when I started becoming an actor and I got on the acting chain and my first commercial made 50 bands. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. I'll never forget the first time I got my first check. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me there's royalties behind this and there's, what's, what's this thing called? You said, resid, resid, residuals? Is that how you said? Like, yeah, right, right. And I was like, what? And I was just like, yeah, you're going to get a couple more of those. And I yeah. was like, wait a minute. It just changed my whole thought process. So going back to a job, was always it wasn't that I didn't want to work. It was mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to work. I, yeah. I, I do want to work. I just don't want to get pimped. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I think uh, in our society teaches uh, it trains us that that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I think it's in us to be the kings we are to have our own because what what's the other the purpose of being here if I'm not building my own? Yeah. And it's interesting that you were able to navigate that at a young age without knowing. So then, as you got got older. Um, I know you had your daughter. Yeah. And then, um, so then. I was it, pretty young. <laughs> yeah. How old were you? I was 17. 17. So, and you know, it's, 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 a, it's uncommon, but it's common, you know, but some people, it can make or break people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in your case, it made you. How, how was that transition on when you had your daughter, um, to now saying, okay, I'm hustling, I'm, I'm working, I'm an entrepreneur for fun. Not even realize and saying, I need to feed a mouth. Yeah. No, it, it yeah, it hit early. Like I always knew that I had to have bread. Yeah. But it wasn't until I knew I had to become that word. Now that I'm understanding an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. because now I'm not. I'm not living. It. I'm surviving. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm surviving. So now it's like, what's really in demand? What? All right, financial aid ain't paying this, and I like thank God for program. That's why I had to understand the programs, the crystal stairs, the welfare, yeah. the this. The debt and understanding that that ain't money. Yeah, it's not money. That's that's just enough to keep you coming back. It's like a fix. Yep. You know what I'm saying. So from that, I knew I had to get more. Yep. I knew I had to get more. And feeding feeding my child as an entrepreneur, honest to God, definitely at 17. It was the hardest thing in the world. Bro. Yeah, I mean, it's like you you taking care of her. You like you can go from living off like right you said ramen noodles, fifty cents a day. To like having to feed a, a whole person that's hungry and three still times take a day. Care of the response and understand, I'm, I'm three, four hundred miles away from home. Yeah, and I, I'm we talking about this. Like people don't understand, I was a single parent. I was seven. I was an eighteen year old dumb kid in college, mm-hmm. and I had a six month old baby, six month mm-hmm. old baby, a year old baby. You know, I'm pushing. I'm pushing my kid around campus in a stroller. Yeah. You know, my team, my track and field team is helping me take care of the baby. Yeah. You know, my baby who is now 20 in college, kicking behind. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her. Beast. Yeah. Diamond, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's that's dope. So you were hit with 
flight or fight. Yeah. You chose yeah. flight. You yeah. chose to fight, yeah. you know, and go get it. Um, because some people would have, like, broken them. They wouldn't have known what to do, you know, because you, you could have, you know, I'm not going to say you could have easily, and, and no disrespect anybody has done this route, but you could have gave her up, you know, yeah. and somebody else raised her. But you made the choice to say, you know, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to raise her, and then to continue that, um, you know, speak a little bit on that and, like, as you like to, to have a be a full-time dad. At 18, when you you don't even know yourself at 18, you don't. And that's it's funny. I was just uh, your producer. You know, we were having a conversation about children, and he, he was telling me he don't have children. He looks, you know, he looks forward in the future to having children. I said, yeah. my advice to him was, you know, two things. One thing, know who you are. Yeah, know who you are as a man. As like, like, what are your ticks? What are your triggers? What is your what is your strong points? What is mm-hmm. you know, like really, really know who you are. You yeah, but how, how do you, how do you know who you are if you don't know who experience. you are? It takes time. Oh yeah, well, as a culture that's like bro. suppressed it in knowing who you are. Like you know, they don't want us to know our history. Like how yeah. how how did you come find that? How did you realize the, the king you were? Well, I've always put it like this. I've I was I was confused as a child. I was always yeah. kind of like I was always questioning. It was like I grew up apostolic Baptist. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we was banging the church out. You know, every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, man, he he don't look like us. Yeah, he don't look like us. But it, but you telling me Africa's I'm like, huh, something different. So when I got old, I got a little bit rebellious when I moved out the nest. So I start studying other stuff. I start hearing, you know, just like understanding that that. Exactly what you said. They don't want you to know who you are. Yeah. You know, growing up in the Bay Area, you always, you know, definitely you, you hear about the Panthers. Mm-hmm. You hear about, you know what I'm saying, like um, certain different cultures and whatnot. You just you just start to really, really question it. So with me not knowing who I was, all I knew what to do was just be at least a respectable dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stand on you ten know, toes. But, yeah, most definitely stand on ten toes, definitely behind being just my uh, dad. I grew up without a dad. Yeah. My dad, you know, he took that long vacation, mm-hmm. 26 years. Wasn't a bad guy at all. It's, you know, this is this is, this is, this is yeah. it. I, I'm a product of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't it, think that, I don't think they knew how to be dads because. Nah. I mean, they like I said, they don't, they don't want you to know. So, so going after, I mean, you, you had your daughter. And now you, you know, got to make ends meet. What was the next time that you then felt like, okay, I'm, I'm about to do this. I'm about to dive into an entrepreneur. i never forget. Um, it was my first acting gig. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think of acting just because you have an agent and all It's a business. Yep. That shit is a business like a mug. I landed a commercial. Mm-hmm. Landed a big Nike commercial, uh, uh, 06, in May of 2006. Never forget it. At the time, I was a broke ass college student. Yeah, like uh, shit, we was living off of welfare. That was, if it wasn't for welfare, we wouldn't have been eating like that. You know what I mean? Um, financial aid, we was debbing up to you know pay yeah. the rent. Yeah. Here, here comes somebody drop you some bands and then equity too. Yeah, in the bands, like uh, were you like what? I'm like, hold up. <laughs> so shot. I never forget it. We shot for a week. We shot for a week. Uh, I think it was maybe, I remember we got that first installment. That first installment maybe was about like 5000 I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, this is nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And about 13 <laughs> weeks after that, I, another check came in. It was for it was for like 10 Yeah. I called a number at the top, GC service. The, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, ADP. ADP I, it, was, it was Chicago address on yeah. the check. And I called him. I was like, hey, um, y'all send me a check. 
um, for about 10. I'm going to let y'all know now if this is like, I'm cashing this at the yeah. check cashing right there on PCA. It, it's funny because uh, this is kind of like, King. this is before, I mean, our culture, we knew about scammers. This is before like the scammers right. and all that. I so was it's nervous. Like, yeah. That so was, but like, that's, that's <laughs> the condition of the fascist for, yeah. for us. You know, like, we're not supposed to feel like. We're not supposed to feel like. This ain't right. <laughs> you're paying me what I'm worth. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what just happened? Y'all yeah. giving me a cut? So, and then I never forget. She said, "Oh, Mr. Strong, yeah, you got about four more of those coming." Mm-hmm. So I, I racked up like maybe fifty in the first commercial, yeah. first two commercials, like, and it just it got got really real. So from there, I knew, okay, there's a different way of really getting money out yep. here, and it's not just by having a product. Yeah, because I was product driven. I'd always yeah. it was either candy, weed. Uh, Whatever it is, you can whatever say whatever it was, you know, network, sure, like tree, you know what I'm yeah. saying, or, you know, where I'm from, like, I, I don't see people, you know, hooked on crack. I, yeah. don't, I don't see people, you know what I'm saying, at the effects of what the what, what the government dropped yeah. in the community. It's, it's product-based. It. Anybody in our culture, 100% has been product, has been put in our face, and I said this on the last podcast, like, you know, being an 80s baby, like, our, the only people we able to look up to, you got Diddy. Yeah. You got and then Jay Z. Jay Z was just, that we knew that was right here though. He was just a rapper. Jay Z was. He didn't even know the entrepreneur Jay Z at the time. So it really mm-hmm. was just like Diddy and like mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of it like Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, Shaq. Yeah, like really wasn't no no businessman like that in the forefront. Granted, you know that's running the football. We got, we got the football area. We, we got did a get chance the football to see, like when we seen Diamond. Uh, I believe the gentleman's name is Diamonds. Scooby or something like that. Uh, I just remember his whole camp, the whole Fubu. Yeah, camp. the Fubu guy, Damon John. Damon. But you know, but even with that that Fubu, the campaign was the dopest campaign I've yeah, ever was. seen, and I I yeah, want to rewind and go back to that. Yeah. Because they didn't even sh- tell us that there was a black man behind this. Right. We knew it was for us by us. It was like, oh, it's by us. It like, but they didn't even put him on the fort, and there could have been something he did. Yeah. But. I'm thinking, oh, LL Cool J on a commercial. Mm-hmm. Let me get some food. But don't forget, this is the like us as eighty. Baby, we talking about the magazine era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magazine yeah. when when the first of the month hit, and you going to go get that Vibe magazine. Yeah, you going to get that Vibe magazine. And what I used to love doing with the Vibe magazine is I used to have a magazine, I have a pen and a paper. Yeah, and I used to write down the, like in the fashion section how much add up like what I wanted to buy. Get the oh, they go LRG. <laughs> Ooh, look at this Averex. Ooh, what goggles he got on? Yeah. Ooh, them jeans is hard. Yeah. Ooh. Army fatigue, man. army, army fatigue, fatigue yep, yep. Oh, no limit, mask me, like you know yep. what I'm saying. And so and through Jabos. that, through that, you got a, actually a chance if you was really tapped in like yeah. that to see the faces behind a lot of that. I didn't, I didn't know Mark Echo was white. Yeah, I didn't nah. know that. Yeah, I thought Mark Echo was a brother, but that's the power of advertising. Yep. So it goes to what you were saying earlier. What what happened? What was the shift? Right. Yeah. The shift was now from changing the product to now I'm monetizing my talent. Mm. So here it is. I thought I was going to be a track and field professional, gold mm-hmm. medalist, or something, or whatever the case may be. Only to find out this is this is the dirty game. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So now transferring my talent. Now I know I can monetize my talent. I can t- monetize the things yeah. that I say. I can I can I can sell or promote. I got real big in the promotion. Mm-hmm. So getting now it's about a numbers thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's about um, how much you make off the bar. Y'all made twenty thousand on the bar. Oh, you made a hundred. Oh yeah, they made a million at the bar. I'm like, they made what? Yeah. In a night? That's impossible. And that my mind didn't think that for. So it had to be stretched. Mm-hmm. The reason why a lot of us in our communities do the things that we do is because we don't know anything else. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody got fireweed in the bay. Yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah, man, I got Kush. Oh, yeah, I got Perp. Oh, yeah, I yeah. got this. Oh, I got that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if you watch um, American Gangster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only one nigga had the Blue Magic. Facts. I mean, it comes down to a few things in my end. I think mathematics, like you said, your, your number was $63 a day. You do that mathematics. So oh, yeah. You got to know your mathematics and understand your numbers because when you do your numbers, if you just serve our community, you could be a millionaire. Facts. Like, but but you don't you don't think that because you're not taught that. You think you got to go out here and work this job or sell for somebody else or anything like that. Like, and you don't think, oh wait, I could be I could be the product. I could stamp my. Wait a minute, hold on. I could buy some wholesale. Yeah, I could like this. I would never see myself. The only reason I this hat got started. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Willie Lynch. And yes, that's his real name. That's yeah. the craziest shit. That's crazy. His real name is Willie Lynch. <laughs> a brother from St. Louis. I couldn't get back in contact with him to get yeah. this right here. Yeah. And so I started doing my research, doing my due diligence. And what you put into as an entrepreneur, and this is a shout out to all the entrepreneurs, what you put into some shit is what you're going to get out. Oh. Like, so I put the research in. I started, I started testing herbs. I mm -hmm. created, got an herb library. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got the herb encyclopedia. Me and my grandmother, we had conversations and she started telling, oh yeah, Nutterwood and, and, and Suppapella and, and, and all these different roots and all yeah. this, she starts schooling me. And so now my mind is fixated and now I'm manifesting. Yeah. That's what they're talking about when you're talking about manifesting as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Really just indulging in it. So I learned everything I can learn about CMOS. Yeah. I learned about how it feels, when you know it's working, what's real, what's fake, what do you want to serve your people? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where does Bur Burdock uh, uh, um, even originated from? What did, mm -hmm. I, 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 like, cool shit, like, I could talk to you about where burdock root was used and the Indians used it as, you yeah. know what I'm saying, in their culture. You know what I'm saying? Bladderack. What is bladderack? Bladderack is like the cousin of sea moss. It's, it's a different type of algae. And understanding those facts to be able to lay somebody because, you know, not everything is good for everybody. Not, not, not. You know what I'm gonna say? I hope he did some videos on all that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 he, he likes me with game. Many years ago, I just didn't understand the power and the leverage of of just information. Yeah, like no, this right. particular type. Of to be honest, like even when you say that, I'm guilty of that too because I never did that. Um, even as the pandemic happened, I never start giving my game out on on business and marketing. Um, a lot of it was internal. I feel like I was an over-perfectionist. But I didn't even do it myself. I'm giving out all this advice, and yeah. I didn't even do it. I'm seeing all these internet gurus coming out of nowhere. Blowing that up. That I'm coming bro. for, that, that's blowing up. And I'm like, y'all ain't even been doing this. I've been doing this since 2010. Like, I can, I can run marketing tracks around anybody. But mm -hmm. it's like, you got to be in that space to be able to do that. What has been one of the, from, from that time, let's go back to... You know, ten years ago, because you said you had that first check, that first big check. Oh six, yeah. Oh six. So that's fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years ago. From now, and then, then after that, you know, what was the hardest thing you had to go through as as you transition? Because being an actor is up and down. Boy, boy, the entertainment business is 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 a, is a, is a mug. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that I had to go through after getting, I never forget it. It was like uh, we accumulated a lot of money yeah. at, that, at that point in time. But then what happened right after that was the strike mm -hmm. and a recession. Well, the well, I tell you, the strike was my recession because mm -hmm. here it is. It was a shell shock for me. Twenty one, twenty two year old kid getting that amount of money, easy money, like easy money. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm talking about. I'm, I'm finally, you know, being able to in, in a lump sum. Be able to purchase, you know, like my toys, '86 Monte Carlo with mm -hmm. the, with the LS1 in it, with the Posi, 
the 89 Mustang that I always wanted. You know, you know what I'm saying? And building engines from up under only only to understand that the money dwindles if you like. And I remember my homeboy came at me with a network network marketing opportunity at the time. Yeah, just when he was fresh in it, right? And I was like, nah, nigga, I'm getting money. Woo, yeah. woo. Only to find out that probably would have been the best investment for me to make at that time, just mm-hmm. on the simple fact for that education for so I could be able to pour into somebody be able to pour what to do and yeah. you know into me. So um that was the hardest. That was one of the hardest things. Just yeah. uh, like um going with the ups and downs and then you now you now you sacrificing different things. Now you back surviving, having yeah. all of it, then not having nothing. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And understanding, you know. I get it. Money comes, money goes, but why be stupid with it? Not, not if you can, not if it can empower you. That's why right now, like as an entrepreneur, I also do financial services. Nice. I educate people on, you know, annuities. Um, never heard of the word annuity until I started, you know, start researching financial services. Yeah. I got one Retired. of those. I'm telling you, they just shit. off of it. Yeah, that's my mom's. Real, I mean, you talk about like like who many how many people know about Index Universal yeah. uh, uh, Life's people. A lot of people think life insurance is just about when you die. No, nah, yeah. now they got something called living living benefits for within the built into the policy. You can pull from it. God forbid anything happens to I, you. I heard you talk about that earlier. I, I didn't say much because so I, I have a life insurance policy on myself, my wife, my kids. But I was able to leverage my life insurance for business. Exactly, and it was easy. It was like, oh, you have life insurance? Yeah, go ahead. And it was crazy because I was able to secure half a quarter million dollars just off of me having a policy a couple hundred dollars a month. See? And it was like, okay, like, that makes sense. And even now, the moves I make financially, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I, I, I'm studying. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm saying, what, oh, they could do it. Why can't I do it? You exactly. know, like... Like they, like uh my my man said it's cool when they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do it. Fuck <laughs> but like yeah. so I was I was able to handle that and and I I would I would say this guys like I'm a big advocate on you can have fun with twenty percent of your money. That is very true. Do whatever you want with twenty percent of your money. Facts. <laughs> big facts. <laughs> whatever you want, and then, and the rest of it allocated towards you know your growth and your future because you you know gonna need it but you can't die with it you want to enjoy life you know and the biggest investment that you made was yourself yeah and um and and managing that and 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 now you're you're helping individuals understand financial independence power of home banking man yeah just the information alone bro it's it's like and what i'm learning bro with, with this we could I could tell you all this stuff to you blue in the face. It's still your decision to pick up the information and un I'm gonna just say it, just unniggatize yourself. <laughs> Bro, I got that- I got so many homeboys that's that got like nigga mentality and they know who they are. Hopefully they listen to this podcast. But like I'm I'm the I'm the homie that like when you get bread, when you come in the bread, I'm a and shout out to my mom with this cause she taught me this. I'm gonna come talk to you and be like, buy some property, put this money away, do this. And it's like I've learned that niggas just don't be listening. Like you can say something, and then somebody's gonna take it and they gonna do what they want with it, buy whatever they want, and then after the fact, they like, oh man, like how do we as a culture get over that? How do we as a culture get over? Oh geez, got to step up. Mm. That's that's the fact. I like I like. I always say this. When I look at my sons, for example, yeah. right? I, I look at it like this. I was like, man, just imagine if my pops was around, right? And we, we know 
the play was to break up the home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For us to not do this, though. I look back at my sons, and I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to be straight. Yeah. Why is they going to be straight, we though? We're raising rich kids now. Because I get to pour into them now. Mm-hmm. I get to, damn, I know the plays. Or yeah. I at least know what direction to point them. I at least know how to, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, just give them that game that yeah. kid that that when they get 18 when they get 19 hell when they get a certain age give them get them a credit card not to use up not to spend up not to fuck off no nah, but for, so when they get when they get a particular age when they get 18 they already have established credit nobody told us that play yeah you know what i'm saying yeah that's that's the best thing about being a parent and, and actually knowing the information now man yeah it's interesting as a, as an entrepreneur even my mom never understood entrepreneurship, but she understood that there were like we live in a nice neighborhood and none of the men worked for anybody else. They all worked for themselves. So she allowed me to get in that journey. She had a nine to five to support me, but she allowed me that creation. Um, she allowed me that flexibility. She allowed me that time to have growth and become a proper entrepreneur. Um, and I, I appreciated that with her because now you're right. I'm able to spill it in my kids. Like shout out to my daughter. She got she had a crate. She got a crate of blueberries the other day, and like she went to give them to some of the neighbors. My wife's not a consumer. She's not like she's not for the money and all that. My daughter's going around and she was like, uh, box of blueberries for a donation. Like she she knows about the money and just mm-hmm. valuing and buying her whole own things. And I think. As a culture, we need that. Um, We need to be educated on it because it's not something that's readily available. And, like, even with our friends, it's like, for me to own two properties, my business, got a nice nice car, you know, support my family, you know, do everything. And it's like, damn, nigga, I'm not even a good sample size for you. Like, to realize, oh, this is how you do it. We come from the same thing. Like, this is how you do it. And it's like, I, I think as a culture, we need to... For sure, become more financially independent. For sure, come products. Yeah. So, tell me what you got right here, and tell me where they can find you. Well, check this out. Um, uh, this right here, what I have is uh, just raw sea moss. It's raw sea moss itself. Uh, everything right here is imported from Jamaica. Like I told you guys, I pay my divers go out there, get it, dry it, send it to me. Um, amazing benefits. If you this is this is a half a pound of sea moss right here. If you if you know how to make it. Okay. Also on my web on my website, I show you how to make it. You can find us on Instagram at Strong Cmos, the letter N in herbs. Strong Cmos in herbs. Okay. Or you could just go. We're gonna, to, we're gonna drop it. We're gonna drop yeah. it for you. Or you just go on my website, MikeProfitStrong.com. Hit the hamburger in the top right hand corner. Scroll down. It has all your options. All right. This right here. This right here is our uh, our Cmos gel. Now our Cmos gel is amazing. Uh, we make it traditionally. We put it in a traditional form. We uh, no city punch, aka city water, ever touches any of my products. Definitely in the making process. Um, what we do is we um, we wash it. That's how my grandmother says it. We wash it. <laughs> we wash it, uh, it in spring water. Washing uh, spring water. Uh, get it like very very nice and clean. Uh, we take cinnamon bark and we take key limes and yeah. we put it through an overnight process of, of letting it soak and getting all those alkaline in it and getting it natural. And then from there that we blend, blend it and add uh, additional seawater. We do not boil ours. When you guys, when you, for those of you out there boiling your sea moss, you strip it of the nutrients, right? Got it. So that's the sea moss gel. We got one pause. You good? It's been 20 minutes? No, keep going. Oh. 
Oh, we we wrap. Remember, okay, you want to stop, then start. <laughs> what else you got? And then uh, this one right here, man. This is actually one of my one of my uh, best sellers right here. This yeah. is the sea moss bladderwrack and burdock in capsules, uh, and our the size of our capsules are uh, seven hundred fifty milligrams versus five hundred, which you typically used to seeing. And the reason because it's volume, you get a, 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 a at least a, the best best amount, in my opinion, that has worked best for me. Yeah. Um, but the sea moss, uh, 92 of the 102 minerals your body's made of. The bladderwrack, the bladderwrack has helped the detoxification and, and whatnot. The burdock helped naturally clean the blood, and that's just the elevator pitch for it. But ultimately, when you put all three of these herbs together, I call it a 102% formula because it gives you all 102 minerals your body's made of. Absolutely. Helps you with the energy, helps you with the circulation, fellas. Circulation, yeah. ladies. Help that. Ladies help you with that juice box. Mm-hmm. You know, great for when you're on your menstrual. And, and yeah, I'm. I, those are my clients. Those are testimonies that tell me that um, uh, sexual function. Um, I've made children with this. Um, great for fertility. Um, trust and believe is uh, I call it a COVID nineteen fighter. And but last but not like, and but last but not least, it's the mucus killer, mucus killer body healer, mm. as I like to kill it. And uh, this one right here, fellas, I looked out for us, man. I call this Excalibur. Be my strength. Yeah, yeah, man. That's the. Yeah, bro. This is, let's, let's just say this, brothers. Um, and let's just say you take this, brother. Your blast when you get when it's time. Hold on to something. <laughs> She'll thank you later. She'll thank you later. She'll thank you later, man. But yeah, those are all the things that I have outside of that. The financial services. Uh, I'm really big on that. Educating people on the financial services in yeah. just so they understand. You know how to be able to leverage leverage themselves, and I always pose this question when talking about financial services: Do you know what you're worth? Mm. Some of y'all ain't worth nothing, dead or alive, mm-hmm. and some people are worth more dead than alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's that's for a whole another conversation. Please feel free to um, reach out to me at Mr. Mike Strong on Instagram, or like I said, just hit my website, MikeProfitStrong.com, and everything's on there, fam. Man, that, this is this is an awesome podcast. I got one more question for you. What would you say to the young entrepreneur looking into getting the entertainment business and expanding their entertainment so they become the brand as you did yourself? Well, it's it's really a, a network thing too. It's who you know, uh, who you know, it's how you know them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's who you know, how you know them, and um, and 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 where you know them from. I always recommend uh, new actors i met a lot of great people yeah. like great actors in acting classes so you know what i'm saying uh you know don't be a one-trick pony yeah uh, read ivan chebec you know ivan chebec's book about um being an actor you know if you're out here in los angeles i recommend richard lawson i retro i recommend um you know uh, uh, T- uh tasha smith i rep i, I, I represent i I recommend people just go and and really indulge yourself into the yeah. acting world. Don't turn down theater. Theater is amazing practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's amazing practice. Um, you meet thespians galore. Yeah. Um, and but the way that you brand yourself now we have social media. Social yeah. media is an awesome way to awesome. leverage. And this gentleman right here can show you how to optimize. Uh, you know, that. most <laughs> definitely show you how to optimize and just being in a, a being in a presence. Make sure that you have these three things: casting frontiers, actors access, and casting networks. If you're looking to get into it, you gotta have your tools. Make sure you have a headshot. Make sure you have a reel. And if you're a business, what's how are you gonna be able to show your a business? All I gotta do is open my phone right now. Open my phone right now. How you go like this? You scan it. Got all your information. You got everything right there. You got my yep. whole website. You got my reels. You got my, 
you know, you, uh, you everything under and the we sun. We call it the digital doorway. Exactly, man. You got to be about your business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be accessible. It's just like all y'all that finally start taking all kinds of payments. And, yeah. and now, you know, before everybody just cash, now nobody cash. Yeah, man. Like, you got to get it. So, man, this was a great pod. And uh, I love to have you appreciate back to it, continue man. this conversation. Absolutely. We like to show our growth in our entrepreneurs. And uh, appreciate you for coming out and showing us these products. Yeah. Appreciate you guys for listening to another episode of Entrepreneur Enthusiast. Yes. Tap in with us on all platforms. Shout out to my man, Mike Strong. I'm going to leave all his links in, at for the sure. bottom wherever we're posting this. And, man, yeah, man, thank you for coming you out, man. You know, appreciate, appreciate you, man. Thank you for the invite. Yep. Man. It's been a pleasure, man. Peace, y'all.